0: October is off to a fast start, and the information is set to continue. It's Tuesday and the sixth day of the month, or October 6th, 2020. This is the relevant Charlottesville community engagement newscast for this day. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's edition is made possible through contributions through Patreon or subscriptions through the newsletter. Your support enables the research and the writing, and I am deeply humbled and thankful to those who have stepped up to date. Thank you. The director of the Thomas Jefferson Health District told the Charlottesville City Council last night that COVID-19 cases at the University of Virginia are not thought to be spreading to people not affiliated with the school. But the recent rise in cases is still a cause for concern.
1: We have not seen a large number of cases um, amongst community members that we've been able to link back to students. Now, that being said, we are seeing more cases amongst um, individuals who work at UVA, either as faculty or um, over in the hospital. And so they are our community members, really, but they're also affiliated with
0: UVA. Since the University of Virginia announced a return to in-person classes on August 28th, Charlottesville has added 758 new cases and Albemarle has added 366 cases. Since UVA announced a return to in-person classes on August 28th, Charlottesville has added 758 new cases and Albemarle has added 366. Dr. Bonds said she could not rule out cross-spread, but contact tracing has linked UVA cases back to other UVA staff, faculty, or personnel, or students. She said she and her staff work with UVA Health, and she is supportive of the school's efforts to place further restrictions on person-to-person contact.
1: They are beginning to think about the cold weather and what that's going to do to where their students go and hang out. So uh, I think they're trying to be very proactive about it. Um, But this is not the only university town and it's not the only university town seeing an increase in cases amongst university students.
0: Charlottesville Mayor Nakia Walker said she wanted to know the extent UVA was considering the safety of people who transfer infected UVA students to quarantine and isolation rooms.
1: What does the cab driver know
0: about this transport and how are we protecting them? So I just think in those conversations with the university, if we're just making sure that we're covering everybody
1: who's involved in that situation.
0: Dr. Bonds said she would follow up She also encouraged everyone to wear masks, even when outdoors, in part because aerosol droplets still carry outside in crowded areas. She also said it is important for people to get a flu shot.
1: It's really important, um, particularly this year, for everyone to get a flu shot. The symptoms of flu and COVID overlap significantly, um, and we really need everyone to be protected against the flu. It's a very effective way of um, either preventing yourself from getting the flu or certainly reducing your flu symptoms.
0: Dr. Bonds also encouraged people to think through their holiday plans. For more on Council's briefing, look for a new episode of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report later on today. The Virginia Department of Health reported another 625 cases of COVID-19 today, with another 10 cases in the Thomas Jefferson Health District. That's the lowest one-day total since September 15th, when three new cases were reported in the district. The Health District reported another two fatalities today, with one in Charlottesville and another in Louisa. There have been 73 deaths to date in the district, and 3,291 since March. Speaking of the local health district, its name will change to the Blue Ridge Health District effective January 1st, according to a news release sent out this month. Dr. Bonds said in the release that changing the name is symbolic of the deeper work that the district is doing as an organization to create an inclusive, equitable environment for staff and clients, and to address the impact of racism on health. Bonds requested permission to change the name last fall. Only two other health districts in Virginia refer to a person, while the rest refer to geography, Lord Fairfax and Mount Rogers being the two that you could make the claim refer to a person. The move continues a trend in our area away from naming things after Thomas Jefferson, who, despite having written the Declaration of Independence, held slaves throughout his entire life. City Councilor Lloyd Snook paid tribute to John Conover at the beginning of the City Council meeting last night. Conover died last week after a long career of community service, including serving on the Board of Live Arts. He served one term in council from 1980 to 1984, and during that time helped prevent the Virginia Department of Transportation from widening a bridge on Ridge Street that would have led to a four-lane highway running south from downtown.
1: He noted that we already had a history of running four-lane roads through black neighborhoods like Preston Avenue, Ridge McIntyre, Fifth Street Extended, And we should not do it again, even if only for a few blocks, because he did not want Ridge McIntyre or Fifth Street Extended to be shown on maps as a four-lane cut-through to get from U.S. 29 to I-64.
0: For more on the life and times of John Conover, read Brian McKenzie's article in today's Daily Progress. A nonprofit organization of developers has announced a new program to help cover the cost of building repairs for low income residents, small businesses, and others struggling during the pandemic. The Building Goodness Foundation is seeking $300,000 for Seville Builds, which seeks to finish 25 projects between now and the spring of 2022. So far, they've collected about a third of their goal. A pilot project to increase space for pedestrians and cyclists on the Belmont Bridge is now in its second week. The city's bicycle and pedestrian coordinator said there has been initial support. Amanda Ponce said in a statement that there has been enthusiasm for the pilot. The city has received a number of thank you emails even before the barrels went up. They've also installed count equipment and will be further evaluating the pilot over the coming weeks. Construction of a new replacement for the Belmont Bridge is currently scheduled to begin next year. 2020 has been an atypical year for Charlottesville's city market, but the market has placed second in a contest held by the American Farmland Trust. According to a news release, more than 1,200 markets across the country entered. The Charlottesville market will receive $500. In a statement, City Market Manager Justin McKenzie said that the market has had to make several operational changes during COVID-19, switching from an in-person downtown shopping experience to a pre-order and pickup model at several locations. The city market usually operates on a city-owned parking lot downtown. The market will likely not do so again until physical distancing measures are repealed. Today in meetings, the Albemarle County Planning Commission will have a virtual public hearing on a rezoning to expand the Forest Lake Shopping Center in Forest Lakes. Charlottesville City Council will hold another meeting at 4 p.m. to discuss the future of boards and commissions in the city. And that's it for another edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this program, please send it on to somebody who you think might be interested. Maybe your homeowners association, your neighborhood association, the guy you went to high school in, who you want to tell how cool Charlottesville is, any of these things. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and we'll be back tomorrow with another installment. Thanks for listening.